Welcome back to episode two. We made it after the first one. We didn't think it was going to happen, but it did. And here we are again late at night recording this episode for you guys. Just for you. Um, We need to thank people first, right? For listening a little bit. Um, we have a random, probably. yeah, we have a random person or well, not a random person, someone that needs to be named like from Spain that's listening to us. I really want to know like if it's one of my friends or one of your friends who's in Spain, yeah. who's that... in Spain, message us. <laughs> yeah. DM us and be like, I was the one that listened like, from Spain. Ahora, rapido. Ra- pronto. <laughs> that's Italian. Right? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Perdona us. <laughs> Perdona Messi. Um, but yeah, whoever it is, DM us. I'm really curious to know who downloaded the episode from Spain. Maybe it's actually someone that we don't know. And like someone's just listening to us. maybe somebody who we know. Who we know and is on holiday but didn't want to tell us they're on holiday in Spain. So whoever it is, show yourself. Like tell us who it is. Yeah, also we still can receive your messages. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right now it was one of the messages go on yeah so any meme anything you want to share about life struggles of course we're still talking about formula one and moto gp and stuff like that just sent to us we are always curious to listen and everything um send us memes send us your feedback as well if you want to say something to us you can like send us a message yeah like youtube bitches i hate you so much i don't understand why i have to waste my 30 minutes of my life it's actually an hour today so yeah that's so true i forgot so we're gonna waste an hour for you to waste your hour exactly exactly but i think it's important so we'll say i'll talk a bit just shortly about the structure so like half an hour first half an hour um is just random we're gonna talk a little bit about renting in london and everything else and then the next half an hour it's gonna be we're gonna do a little intro to formula one and we need to talk about the latest grand prix which was last weekend so if that's not your cup of tea you can just listen to the first half an hour but i would recommend you listen to the second one as well because i think you'll enjoy it or maybe not (laughs) (laughs) they need to enjoy it for sure come on well don't worry guys i will be there like listening like you because i'm like no because i'm gonna be asking you questions <laughs> wow i didn't know i didn't prepare myself think, well all. this is why it's good because it's just gonna be rapid like fire wow. questions <laughs> like say it right now wow. but that's gonna be for the second half an hour so let's talk a little bit because we spoke last time in the intro about like obviously how we met and the previous housing situation but um, it's important to say that we are getting kicked out of our current house as well. Again. <laughs> Again. We're um, just like getting kicked out from the time. Yeah. And we didn't even do anything. Like not even the first time and not even now. Our landlord, bless his soul, if he's listening to this. <gasps> maybe he is the one listening to this. He's in Spain. Are you kidding me? want to sell your property so i basically wants to sell the the flat, flat. and yeah. he actually offered to us to buy but at the moment <laughs> we are not interested in buying anything right now that's what you want to reply well to the i tried to be like said nice the fact that he was very nice he said you know i really like you and i wanted to give you the opportunity to buy the flat it's four hundred and twenty thousand british pounds and I was like, you know what? 420,000. Yeah, 420,000. Oh, okay. How would you say number? 420,000, right? Is it? 420K. <laughs> yeah. Why do you say thousand? I don't know. Isn't that thousand? Like if you want to say okay, so four two zero 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 zero. If no one like, so like almost somebody... half a million. Yeah, basically. basically. And apparently we still don't have that money but we try to act cool yeah kind of. we're close we're close so not at 420 but what i said to him back was you know i really appreciate it we're just not looking to buy anything right now we're more into the renting side of things you know but yeah, um, so as well somebody dm us with uh, flat opportunities yeah guys whoever knows like 
two bedroom, three bedroom. Actually, give us a flat for free if you have. We're really fun people. Sure, everybody who listening us, they're just gonna give us flats for free. It's gonna be flat. In London. If you choose two guys, is that bad? So I have my flat to got your flat for free. Yeah, why not? Yeah, so just give us like one flat each, like overseeing London Bridge vibes, like overseeing the entire London. Just yeah, like because I the... like to run by the river. You do like to run by the river, it's like you know, trends. But yeah, anyway, we're getting, we have to move at the end of July, so we were told. So we have to look for property. So if there is no podcast in August, <laughs> that's no why we are homeless on the street yeah, living probably. in the tent. Probably with the way rent prices are right now as well in London, like. And not only rent, it's just like all the taxes are up, but yeah. it's not only us complaining, everybody's complaining yeah. because actually like the salaries are not increasing. Well, that's, that's the problem. So, so it's like people who and less, how the fuck you survive? You don't. You just die. What do you mean? I mean, what if I want to enjoy my life? You cannot enjoy your life. I'm in just London. gonna go and fight, like next enjoy the parliament. <laughs> I will start a riot. Enjoying life in London are not like synonyms anymore, unless you're like maybe if you start like doing drugs and then I like, forget where you are. We you don't are. take drugs we once take again. Drugs, I don't know why yeah. you keep mentioning that. But, well. Well, yeah, this ties in. So, like, because we spoke about that last time, I think we mentioned, like, housemate stories a little bit. So, I think renting in London is an experience in itself, especially because you cannot afford to rent a flat by yourself. So, like, you're always going to have flatmates or housemates, depending on whatever you're in. So, I think today we should just talk a little bit about, like, history. Let's, 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 let's. let's, Yeah, (laughs) the people that we used to live with. Because... I have some stories and I know you have some stories for sure. So well, I don't know. My one is not so as like So when did you when did you first move to London? Let's start with that. How uh, old were you? I was eighteen. And, and it was twenty thirteen, the end of twenty thirteen. But I was living with my cousin, which was fine, but yeah. apparently he was increasing price for the rent and stuff anyway. So then I moved out. Okay. And then yeah, then I had one like weird creepy i don't know when well he was always smoking weed first of all which is whatever it's your choice i don't really care but he used to be like out of nowhere he starts to talk some like random stories imagine i'm cooking i'm tired after working like seven days per week double shifts yes and um this dude just comes up, you know, I used to love fishing so much. I think I will just go this weekend because when I went five years ago, you know, I just used to catch like such a good fishes. Honestly, if I'm going to catch something good, you're going to see me cooking that fish. And whatever. And then he used to be like, because um, there is always this person in the house share, if you share with strangers, who's gonna act like they own the place yeah most of the time yeah, unless you live with the landlord yeah, so i think yeah i mean that's an important one to mention as well so when when you moved here the fact were you living with like lithuanian people so like people from your country or oh, i've just mentioned your country I oh god there man i was trying to act like i'm a spanish chica muy grande culo <laughs> you can still do that but we can yeah, say culo you know, still grande because i'm yeah, just guessing sure. like gordita every time we do the podcast but no yes they were Lithuanian which is like I don't really mind and at that point I don't know I used to be like a bit shy with my English and stuff when I moved in so I didn't really care that much but yeah so he was Lithuanian but anyway he was living in UK for a long long time like even the way he was speaking Lithuanian you could hear like sometimes even like in English he was talking because he's here for long uh, but like probably the worst fact used to be like yes yeah, so if something happens he's the one yeah like, they have to go and then to... he used to have like internet router inside his room nice and then like i think he was like landlady put him in charge to pay for the internet so for some time we didn't have because i think he didn't pay <laughs> so we was keep asking him like oh just restart oh i restarted it works so well for me and i was like 
doesn't make sense at all i don't know but i think the funny fact was like anytime and he was like I never really brought bitches but then i don't know was spring or summertime suddenly he started to bring them nice and this is where i started to remove my stuff from the bathroom and i got traumatized so i always got my little basket with all my oh, hygienic yeah, stuff I remember. okay so like let me mention this so when when i moved into the old house when we first lived together at shared i put my stuff in the bathroom like a normal person would um and i just saw her every, like no one else had shit in that bathroom but like at the beginning it was only the two of us sharing it when the other dude moved there was three of us but anyway i put my shit in there there was nothing else in the bathroom so i was like what the actual fuck is going on every time i just see her like going to shower with a basket full of like shampoo conditioner i was like uh, <laughs> excuse me yeah too much trauma because like so this dude was drinking the bitches and i could smell that they use <laughs> my shower gel my shampoo and stuff at least they didn't but use you know, a toothbrush i bet he just didn't know maybe they did no, I don't, think so. I don't think so. I ever kept my toothbrush in the bathroom. Good, good. Because, good, good. like, it was the first time I lived in the house with a strangers. You were scared. So I didn't really know. I yeah. didn't trust. Yeah. But anyway, so I realized after like three or four of her visits. Yeah. And of course, all the time when she was visiting, they like had sex and stuff. But this dude thought if you put action movie loud. <laughs> nobody in the house gonna hear what they are doing valid i think that's valid so imagine there's like you know Jason movie, like the car is driving <laughs> and there's like ah ah and stuff like that and then that is like, ah, ah, like I don't wait know. was he living above you or like next to you next to me next, which is so you could hear everything probably like in the wall kind of but usually like they used to have it daytime as well and like so i wasn't at home all the time yeah but i don't understand like, anyway so he was weird so this is one of the guys yeah did you have i guess because in mass i mean where we used to live i almost said the address again. <laughs> i almost said the name again so where we used to live i know you lived there for like a couple months before i did no, I lived there longer. I think it was like seven months because yeah. when we and left, you had, you had a lot of people like in and out. Oh in yeah, that time, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah. So there was one dude that was very weird. I mean, one dude was upstairs having ensuite room, which is very posh for London, right? Yeah. And um, so he was always really shy, but he actually was quite nice. And when I met him, I think downstairs he was. With his girlfriend so his girlfriend was really always nice to me yeah yeah, yeah. which is opposite what happened to you yeah opposite i just i don't know i just think i give do i look like a bitch to people <laughs> maybe maybe i'm the problem but like she said i don't know like she no didn't... but first of all you confused her with me no and yeah came... i thought oh i thought it was <laughs> i did oh fuck yeah so i i went into the kitchen and you had the same hair color at that time kind of similar whatever so i went into the kitchen i didn't even look i just thought it was you so i started talking and she just kind of turned to me like oh hi and i was like oh hello sorry ma'am how are you anyway and then we found out can we say this he's not gonna listen to our podcast actually if he listens hi we have to tell this story because it was funny like remember when we had a group chat of like um kind of us in the house yeah but and he created so we used to have old group chat with the oh i need to talk about this guy so <laughs> the people that you used to live before yeah. like before you moved in because i was like the only oldest person in there at and the, that the youngest no, i mean yeah like the newbie who moved in yeah so he said like, oh, I will create a new chat so we can all talk, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it was only three of us in the house. Yeah. So then I think that's what you're trying to talk this story, the right? Message, the message, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. like 2 a.m. in the morning. You were, you were coming home drunk. I was asleep. I was I not asleep. I was on my phone, but I didn't see the message. I don't know if I was drunk. No, I don't know. You were coming home late anyway. You were out because yeah. it was quite late. You were out. And I think, I don't think I was asleep because I, no, I was asleep because you texted me the next day over it. But you can say because you saw it. And then, so yeah. basically, 
I don't know why he took a screenshot of our chat and sent it to the dude that he was talking on the FaceTime. So on the screenshot, it was our was chat and it was him saying something and there was another dude. <gasps> because he said, okay, so then you... So, but, so he sent it this and I was like trying to look and I couldn't understand, but I didn't have time to save it because he deleted, he deleted yeah, the message. And I saw, I woke up the next morning with you being like WTF, whatever. Cause I saw yeah. like messages being deleted and I was like, what the fuck happened while I slept? And then you told me, and I think you, you told him yeah, because the next then, day. I mean, anyway, I think we didn't met him straight away the no, next no, 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 day. No. And I was thinking, should I say or not? But me, I always don't care. And I say, and I was like, yeah. What did you send, like, yeah. to a friend? There was some screenshots. Yeah. And I don't, what did he reply? He didn't say, he lied, because that's why I asked if it was a boy, because he said, oh, my girlfriend was really concerned that I'm living with two girls. Oh so I just God. wanted to show that it was nothing. It, but, like, you said it was a boy now. So I'm like, yeah. this is very spicy. So <laughs> he lied. He lied. Apparently, after one year and but something, yeah. we realized that, that he happened. lied. Yeah. <laughs> because he said at the time, oh, my girlfriend was really worried that I'm living with two girls I was like two beautiful girls first of all yeah she should be worried no yeah. I mean we never really spoke to him but yeah, I, had, I never saw we I I, but I don't know I don't know why he was so shy probably he got like his no own. he was very introverted and yeah. I think he had which a is bit fine of, like, but I remember you know well. like I'm going from the house and he's going back home because you he used to do this Sometimes in the morning, he forgets, I think, something, he always rushes back home. Okay. So one day I was walking with a uh, previous flatmate as well, and he was, like, walking quick to the house, and we say, like, hey, dude, and he just, like, went to the bushes almost. <laughs> My God, and I was like, him. what the fuck? Oh, like, wow. That's quite bad. Just, yeah. like, traumatizing people. But then at some point when we all get kicked out from that house, we went for the drink and it was a bit weird as well. But... Yeah, it was awkward because I don't think he's, well, we're not alcoholics, but like, I think I'm quite used to drinking. Like I can handle my alcohol usually, part of the Eastern European heritage. Sorry. But basically we went out and I, I don't think he um, was used to drinking. Like he never, he said that like he doesn't used to drink whatever. And we drink red wine usually, which is not the best drink to give. But very nice. good if you have any spots on yeah, your if face. Yeah, you have acne. So only two drinks that you have had. Red wine. Okay, half, 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 half. <laughs> <laughs> it's tequila or red wine, yeah. but it's only two, I think. Uh, Malbec, Malbec and, and Shiraz. Shiraz, yeah, for whatever. So not that. Yeah, and I think we gave him a headache instantly, and he was like, yeah, whatever, because he was stressing out so much. I was just, I was so stressed at the time by everything else, because I had exams, I had, like, so much shit to do, and I was like, yeah, it makes sense that I'm getting kicked out of the house as well. Why wouldn't I get kicked out? So I was there just, like, losing my mind, but internally, like, outside, I was like, oh, this is great. This is so fun. This we is are so much all fun. Yeah. now. <laughs> And he was losing his mind, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I was like, it'll be fine. We'll figure it out somehow. But yeah, anyway, that was, but um, I have a few stories. Yes, mine maybe, are very dramatic. Yeah, maybe better to move on to yours. I think <laughs> it's, it's more funnier than mine. Well, it's, it's funny. Some of them are funny. Some of them are like scary. But basically, I mean, for the, if we have any Romanians living in London that would listen to this at this point, they know the struggle. Uh, buna, ci facci. Exactly. Farte bine, bine, farte bine. <laughs> Everybody just went, what? <laughs> what is she saying? But um, usually, if you, there's, I think there's two types of like immigrants usually come into London. So like there's the people that want to stay and then there's the people that want to just come to like save money to go back home. There's nothing wrong with being either of them. You just got to know whatever. Usually the Romanian people in London that like have houses are people that have been here for like 10 years, 15 years. So they live in this huge, like they managed to get this five bedroom house when it was like 800 pounds. And they're just like renting each of the rooms to like different people. So you end up with a house that has like five bedrooms and there's like 12 people living in there because like each room is rented to like couple, couple, couple. So they make the three times amount like of the rent that they have to pay. Anyway, that's a separate conversation about just like exploiting immigrants. But 
when I moved down to London, it was 2019, I just got a job and I was like, okay, like, I guess I didn't want to pay that much on rent because I, I had to go into the office. So I was like, I'm not going to be home that much anyway. So I was very stressed. It was very short notice. So I came down, I saw a couple of rooms, man, they were so disgusting. Yeah, but how so did you bad. find this one? Romanians in London group on Facebook. Oh my Shout out to them. I had to go individually, but it wasn't there. So I saw a couple of rooms through that group. But one of my friends knew this girl that used to live in the house. Mm -hmm. um, and she was like, oh, they have a room and they want to rent it out. So I go. The room, they had two. But one of them was like, oh, we've already promised this one to a couple. The room that I actually stayed in was not a room. It was a loft conversion but it wasn't converted properly. So like, it was always fucking, I also had to go like to walk in my room. You had to go upstairs. Like, you know, in those movies where like there's an attic, like yeah. horror movies at the top and they, you have to go yeah. the stairs. That's what my room looked like. So I was like, imagine if- How you were sleeping no, no, at night? Like, imagine if, first of all, I was like, I can never bring anybody here. <laughs> Nobody can know where I live or what I do. It's like, no way. Imagine trying to bring a dude or like whatever home and like, oh, you have to go up these stairs <laughs> to get into my room. And the way it was like constructed, the ceiling would go into like kind of a inverted V. So like if you were tall, which I am, you would just hit your head at certain points. <laughs> You'd have to bend down to move into my own room. I had to crawl like to get places in my own room. But the kind of, you know, upside of that was it was only 400 pounds per month that was included. So I was like, well, pick your poison, you know, what do you want to do? Live a comfortable life or like not pay that much money? So I went for the not pay that much money and I took the room. It was 400. Obviously the landlord lived in the house. So like that's red flag number one. If you ever move into a house and the no landlord, landlord lives in there, it's like, like so get out. As well, it's yeah. so bad, especially. I mean, unless it depends. There is some, I know people like who are people who are normal like yeah but like i don't know like if you're an immigrant and you move into a house where like people from the same country as you and there's a landlord there that's like 30 years older than you run don't move there mistake yeah, red flag somebody going. moved in so continue so on. i moved in and anyway i tr i'm um i tried to be nice because i was like i just moved in here i was raised right by my mother you know so like i'll be nice to everybody so when i moved in at that point there was the landlord with his girlfriend so like one couple second couple living in the room kind of um underneath me kind of a little bit and then there was two other rooms and there was two dudes living in like each of them so it was seven two each or seven, one each. No, seven people oh, total so including me seven okay. people now i'm i should say should mention this there was a single bathroom single bathroom for seven people first of all i found out like later when i got really annoyed and i had like many arguments with everybody that this is not legal you're not allowed to have a single bathroom if you have like more than four people living in a house four or five because it's it's meant yeah, to be classes i'm of sure multi. that your landlord well, yeah no i was like because at one point i was so annoyed when i'll get to the story of like whatever how many things i went through i was like i'll report this motherfucker to the council i do not care if i get kicked out of this house right now i was so mad but anyway i moved in he was a bit weird and i can say this even if he listens i don't care he's not gonna listen he doesn't understand english anyway but <laughs> um he actually doesn't he made me translate all of documents and stuff and make phone calls for him it was yeah it was traumatic but and then it was paying 380 for your rent no yeah no 400 i was like my god but and this was not the issue so he was into like he will always talk about like energies and like how important it is to like be comfortable with each other basically like sexual predator but like in his 50s anyway he was a weird dude and he always used to talk like really shitty to his girlfriend and I loved that girl. She was so nice. She would always cook for me. Like she made, this was like the only good thing about me moving to London was meeting her. She was so nice to me all the time. Bless her. But she, he always used to talk shit to her and like, I would get uncomfortable. And I was like, I just, I need to leave this place. But then COVID happened. So like I had to work from home and I couldn't work in my loft room <laughs> that had no space and nothing so I had to work from the kitchen whilst everybody else was home 
And now due to the kind of pandemic, some of the people in the house moved out. So the two, one of the dudes moved out of the room and two dudes came instead of him. So now it was eight of us living in this fucking house. Oh no, before the two dudes, it was another dude that moved in and he's the one that wrote me a novel. Remember I told you, did I tell you this story? So there was this dude that moved in. I can also say this because he blocked me on everything. (laughs) Like, I didn't do anything. But this is the first story. So basically he moved in and he was like 10 years older than me, 10 or 12 years older than me. But like he seemed out of everybody that I used to live with, he seemed like the most normal one that you could have like a conversation with. So I was like, yeah, no, whatever. And for some reason, like, well, he confessed at one point, he texted me saying that he's in love with me and I'm like the like greatest woman that he's ever met, whatever. And I was like, I appreciate this, but you know, I just really see you as a friend. And then he wrote, <laughs> he wrote me, he wrote me a novel detailing eight page novel. I still have it on my phone. It's in Romanian, but he wrote me this novel explaining exactly how he fell in love with me and how, so his argument was that he thought I was in love with him and he wanted to prove that I was in love with him, but he ended up falling in love with me. And that was the kind of, and he sent me that. And then two days later, he moved out and blocked me on everything. So but sad. Imagine if he actually published the book the about The novel you. about me, about Nani. Hey, if you publish that novel, I want like 10% out of the earnings. And to like, be on the cover? To be on the cover with my picture. The novel was called Strawberry Blonde because of my haircut. <laughs> it's so fun. It was cute. Like the novel itself was kind of creepy though. Like some of the things that like he said in there were really weird. Yeah, but like, like, how do you live after? No, but that was the thing. I had to see him in the kitchen for like a and pretend that everything was normal when I know like that yeah, he but wanted this is like not healthy to, no, for your mental health no. and all. then he just like moved out and he kept like he called me for like a week straight after he moved out like asking me to meet with him and I was like if you keep calling me I will block you and everything for your benefit not mine because I I don't care but like for your mental well-being I feel like you need to stay away anyway, from me. Anyway, that's too too creepy. He blocked me and everything. But then after he moved out, two dudes moved in. And coincidentally, these two dudes that moved in lived in a city close to where I was from in Romania. So, man, the stories with these two dudes, the amount of like shit that I went through. One of them physically tried to fight me. And then texted me the next day saying he wants to sleep with me and then all the time say, man I, I was remembering the argument because I remember this because he texted me two days ago saying that um at 7 a.m remember I t- texted you about yeah. it because we were laughing 7 a.m I get this message saying hi I know you're sleeping but I just wanted to say to you I've always wanted to sleep with you from the first moment wasn't sleep sleep I didn't want to say it that like you know but she's like I've always wanted to fuck you like from the moment I saw you you know and then the next message was I'm in love with you (laughs) (laughs) it seems like there's a difference in like whatever it was I'm in love with you and then he said you basically the rough translation would be the only thing that ruins you is your mouth. You talk a lot and like talk shit on people. And I agree with that. I agree. I agree with that. But also I was like, huh. And then the last message, should I say this? I'm not going to say this. It was very bad. It was basically like, not confessing anything, but like it was, I want to fuck you, but in even more disgusting way. And then I just, I, I read it and then I just blocked him. I was like, this is too much. But this dude, after I moved out, he messaged me like on WhatsApp first saying the same thing, saying that he would smash my head in. But then also like, I really, I really love you. You're the most amazing woman I've ever met. <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> I feel like this You're very living a huge emotions like all across everything okay so I think I mean we have there's loads of stories about like creepy people I mean I have like 500 more from the house yeah well maybe like my one is not so creepy I think it's just basic people who lives in London and everybody got like 
this one that is drug addict or like they play really loud music fucking loud all the time and stuff like that yeah i mean nobody really confessed anything to me apart like one dude was trying to break into my room because he beat up his girlfriend but that's it wow (laughs) (laughs) nothing serious just the basic people living in london yeah this is normal so move to the capital it's great you'll meet so many great people i mean I don't know like at the end of the day like we i met you so like yeah. that's that's a plus and like there are cool people living out there like i just i got very unlucky i mean this is just only about the people the bad experience, like yeah, yeah. No, like nothing. there was many good ones as well for me so yeah definitely as well but it's just like some of the people that because people don't give a fuck in london like they don't care about like if they have to like step over you whatever like people do not care so you just gotta get used to it i think yeah, you just have to fight for yourself you have to fight for your life actually i let you yeah. learn how to stand up for yourself yeah it's good for character development go in the tube at 7 30 on the central line if you ever want character development go on the central line rush hour you'll feel like how you just like empower yourself <laughs> or you're just gonna miss your stop and stay in the corner while somebody's breathing I don't even next think, to you i don't even think you get a seat like in a corner or whatever like. i mean no but you know like sometimes when the doors open on the other side and you're just there like once i was going out which is weird that you yeah. was really full and some people was pushing me so hard they was pushing my belly inside of me <laughs> and i was like man i can't breathe and i was fuming big time like i don't understand what's going on but i was like now i always say like are you serious can you move yeah like, like me yeah. nine years ago i would just be like oh little my God, scared i'm so scared i don't know what to say you know so i'm sure yeah. there is people who like still that. are like that yeah so if you are like that on the tube just push people out of the way just or just say them. can you move please yeah just no just hi i need my personal space Space. move (laughs) out from my face but uh you know who doesn't have to struggle with space on the tube and rush hour formula one drivers oh wow why (laughs) because they don't use tube first well because they're so rich that they could probably buy a tube line in london but um this is a nice well this is not a nice segue we could have done a better one but Let's talk Formula One. Oh I my think... God. So this is the questions that she promised. And I swear to God. Nah, I, I, I was lying. I, I didn't no, prepare any questions. I I was sweating big time. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, okay, I'll keep I you keep on the edge. Big time, big time, big time. I like big things, big time. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay. So Formula One, I guess um, let's talk. When did you first, like, we're aware of the sport always like but because it's always been like iconic if you see ferrari and stuff like oh my god this is formula one oh my god so when you think when you think about formula one you think like ferrari and that's it probably that's it nobody else i mean before i met you probably no probably no okay not even hamilton no really yeah my god sorry Hamilton <laughs> yeah definitely uh, message us I'm so sorry <laughs> you're upset but okay so then you met me and probably a lot of that changed because I talked everyone's year off anyone that would listen to me if they mention like from me when I'm like so who's your favorite driver <laughs> but no let's talk a bit about so it's quite I think it's an it's a niche sport it used to be a niche sport and then Three years ago, Formula of uh, Netflix released Drive to Survive, which is kind of like... I started to watch that just now, though. So. Yeah, no spoilers, but like also loads of spoilers, probably. But when Netflix released that, it just skyrocketed in terms of like popularity. They were talking... So last year, um, just to give you an example, like Formula One is usually very well known in Europe because most of the cars, most of the manufacturers and the teams are from Europe. It's like Ferrari, they're Italian, um, McLaren, kind of like Mercedes as well. They're British, kind of a little bit manufacturer. Same like you have Aston Martin, things like that. Most of the factories are in Europe. And they only had one race that was in America. So it's like the only Grand Prix that used to happen there. 
they had the highest attendance ever last year. I think it was about like 2 million people attended or something like that and like watched whatever together, like highest ever. So you could see from like when people started watching the Netflix one and you can look at the Formula One drivers like uh, profiles on Instagram as well. So like they went from like uh, 1 million followers, 2 million, 5 million, 6, 7, <laughs> instantly just like over that. Yeah, Biden, I mean, because now I know a lot, let's say, because we always talk yeah. stuff. We even watch days together as well. If nobody Did you knows. enjoy it? Well, but because I know some shit and because I'm like calling so the people way explain, my nickname. Yeah, so I think the, the best way to explain Formula One to like people that don't know Formula One is just describe the drivers as like things to be remembered by. So, okay, let's let's talk about the structure and then I'll talk about the drivers a little bit. So you've got 10 teams competing and two drivers for each team. So it's 20 people in total competing. So at the moment, kind of team names, let's say, so obviously you've got Ferrari, kind of classic. You've got Mercedes, McLaren, you've got Aston Martin, you've got Alpine, which used to be Renault, but they got renamed now. You've got Haas, which is like a random, kind of, well, not random, they have a history, but they're owned by like this dude that's like a business billionaire, whatever. Haas, what else do we have? Who am I forgetting? made no impact whoever i'm forgetting uh it i cannot me, help you like three teams who am i forgetting so i said has i said i need to look at the colors to remember who else is there um, wait let me think about a uh, red bull oh my <laughs> god Joanna, this is like the like, most important alpha toy pierre i forgot about pierre gasly as well like by pierre gasly yeah, like pierre like this as well i forgot about him um and then there's another one that i'm missing so i said that we're not up in oh williams oh well. yeah williams i remember yeah, from williams. To yeah. Survive again yeah Spoiler they're quite iconic as well. so obviously like these are the teams and like you've got the drivers like for each of them so i think they're grid because yeah that's what they're called so the grid of drivers that we have this year they're quite it's a mix so you've got like really old people so legends kind of in the sport competing so like fernando alonso for example he has like four titles or maybe yeah three or four sebastian vettel as well he's got four yeah. titles lewis hamilton commands seven titles as well so like big names and then you've got the rest of them which are like 20 year olds that like start, got into Formula One. Oh, I Daniel Ricciardo. Oh, I forgot about Daniel. Oh shit. He How, has, oh, it's so, her so, favorite driver, yeah, by I the way. I should say this. Like uh, Daniel Ricciardo and like Pierre Gasly are two of my favorite people. Absolutely, like in the universe. Only two. Well, only two. Well, yeah. <laughs> if we talk about Formula One, if we talk about MotoGP, we can talk about different people. But. Um, Daniel Ricardo's all, but I didn't name him because I don't think he's a legend. Am I am I going to get cancelled for this? He's not a legend in the sense of he doesn't have a title. So a title means you've actually won a Formula One season. So you had the most amount of points for that season. You won the season. You're a champion for that year. He doesn't have a title. Like he has only about eight kind of race wins, I think, which is which is still good. He's an iconic driver. He's a really good driver, but I feel like... I think, well, he's a good driver. And the other thing, he's very, like... Charismatic. He's a very charismatic yes, person. Yes, and he, like, could charm everyone with his funny jokes. So yeah. he brings, like, some kind of, how he's do you say... He's the funniest, like... Show business vibes. Yeah. I think That's he... That's what I wanted to say. If you want to introduce someone to a sport like to Formula One and them like it, just show them Daniel Ricciardo interviews for sure. Like, show Daniel Ricciardo making other people laugh, and you'll be like, This is great. Or just buy his merch. Just buy his. Well, this is what we, I was joking about because he's got a merch line that's actually really good. I yeah. have two hoodies from it. Uh, one of those from you but um yeah, we were joking about the fact that he's a full-time clothing maker part-time part formula driver. one driver same with um lando norris but we'll get into it but yeah so you've got the kind of the legends so like people that are quite old been there for a while and then yeah the other half is like 20 year olds like oh i just got like got into formula one like 2019 so like 
Max Verstappen, who won the championship last year, I think he's the youngest driver to ever get into Formula One. So I think he was about 17 when he got in. Um, you've got Pierre Gasly, he's about 25, I think, 26, maybe a year older, yeah, 26. Charles Leclerc as well, so like quite young, um, drives for Ferrari, which is quite iconic, and like a bunch of the other, Lando Norris as well, Lando Norris is like 20, what, 23? Something like that, it makes like 15 million a year. Yeah, well, so close to us, you know. So close to our salary, but, um, so it's quite, it's quite funny to see the dynamics, I think, between them, because like, for example, so let's talk about each team. Which one? Pick one. And I'll... Of course, Ferrari. You want to talk about Ferrari? Yeah, come on. So for Ferrari, you've Charles. got two drivers. You've got Charles. Actually, he, he doesn't like it when people say his name at, like as Charles because apparently you're meant to pronounce. So he's from Monaco. Let's talk history. So he's from Monaco. So he's a Monegasque driver. And he's the only driver to ever be from Monaco, I think, because Monaco is really also tiny. So like, I wouldn't assume that they've got that many people doing Formula One. But um, he, I think the way you pronounce his name is like meant to be like with a proper like French accent. So whatever. say it. Charles? Is it Charles? Charles Char- Char- Leclerc? Charles? <laughs> Char- I hope you're pronouncing right. Charles? Char- I think he asked in an interview, but he doesn't like it when people like don't say it, which I guess is fair. It's like my people saying your name with an English accent, like it'll be the same, right? When you try to <laughs> whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel that, that way about mine when people say my name anyway, my, my one is really hard to mispronounce maybe just the way like they say they got their own accent yeah I think like so. spanish liveta and um, british liveta yeah. and stuff <laughs> like it's not too bad yeah yeah so i can't complain and i think when you are here you are kind of used, used to, to it yeah well, anyway nobody really said as bad as yours iona which is completely different Iona, Ioana. i got that as well that's there's crazy. so many bad ones like in meetings yeah, well. so we understand him basically. we understand the struggle yeah but um but he's doing very well this he's year. doing very well this year so yeah. he's driving for ferrari um he used he was used to be at alfa romeo oh that was another team that i forgot alfa romeo sorry you keep forgetting. Um, yeah, I keep forgetting so, the She's not prepared. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing a good job. But um, this is just, you know, introduction for people. But um, he used to be at Alfa Romeo for about one year or two, I think. And then he graduated and moved to Ferrari kind of and kind of became. So when he moved to Ferrari, he was driving with Sebastian Vettel. Vettel at the time was at Ferrari. And I think they had a kind of a weird season in 2019 when they won a couple of races and then it was discovered that their engine was illegal so like it had like illegal components in and they oh, had wow. to like, so they're checking that as well yeah oh uh, yeah so like if they think something is weird with the car or like another team can actually make a complaint and say so last year for example when the championship was really close like lewis and max Red Bull and Mercedes, the two yeah, teams Lewis in the country. Is for the Lewis Mercedes. drives for Mercedes yeah. and Max drives for um, the Bull. caffeine drink company Red Bull. <laughs> no, um, but they actually have yeah. a really good car and they had a really good car last year. But basically, the funny joke was that last year they used to fucking report each other all the time. Like, oh, I think Mercedes rear wing looks weird like whatever oh red bull does this does this. it was so bad like two children arguing but that happened in 2019 and i think it became clear i think charles is a really good driver but he was quite like he was young which makes i'm trying to think of like when i was 21 imagine being 21 and like having but to anyway, drive. i think for them it's different because basically you start when you are little from cards yeah you start with then karting. you do what like formula formula three formula two and depends then- so they actually drove, uh, Lando Norris was in Formula 2, Shaw was in Formula 2, George Russell, which is the driver that's I say. So there's a couple of them that used to be, but yeah, usually the road is. You don't usually make it to Formula 1 only if you're really good. Like there's other factors you bring. So Formula 1 is a money sport, like money talks above everything. Like everywhere in the world. Literally, money, but with Formula money, 1, money. because there's only 20 seats out there so it's so exclusive it's like okay with football teams like at least you've got like 500 football teams and like 17 people but here you've literally only got 20 people that can do this right so usually 
kind of when drivers are selected it comes with like sponsorships as well so like if you think that a driver would bring more money in or if they already come with a sponsor for example you're more likely to kind of bring them in because that allows you to have more money to build the car that you want to make but um yeah charles kind of moved to ferrari and i think i mean this season it looks like he's on the way i mean there's only been three races so far but ferrari has a fucking like rocket ship this year they built a really good car and he won two of the races so far so yeah so nice one charles well, um, and also his teammate it's carlos, carlos Sainz. Yeah. so his teammate is his um the son of carlos Sainz, like senior so he used to be a driver but actually carlos is he's always very consistent with everything he does so like he is a really really good driver and he's always like very consistent in terms of points in terms of stuff um he used to be in Renault. yeah he used to be well he used to be a he was a red bull for a while back in the day um he was a Renault. he was a mclaren until kind of last year and then no, uh, he's no no he wasn't uh uh, sorry, he was at Red Bull at McLaren until two years ago. Daniel moved to McLaren last year. So he was in Ferrari last year, but he is in Ferrari now. Yeah. And he's doing a good job as well. He got on the podium for the first race. Um, I think for the second one as well. And then third one, which was the race last weekend, yeah. he crashed out at turn one. So like he did not get anything out of that. So... Well, as long as he's alive, he's a, it wasn't I a bad, mean, it wasn't like crashes always happens, I think. And yeah, sometimes but it wasn't it a bad from like, the yeah. He just had a shit. Yeah, he just had a shit weekend. But um, last year, okay, so Ferrari. Who else do you know? Who else do you want to talk? Well, about? so now I know McLaren, but because Daniel Ricciardo. Uh, beautiful fan of Daniel Ricciardo, <laughs> keeps supporting his merch lines. And then because of Landon Norris, and I think because McLaren, they're kind of working really well on social media. Yeah, and we were saying everybody that, yeah. knows them. I mean, I said it because I think, like, one of the things that Formula One does really bad in general is social media. So I think because they realize now that um, kind of it, it's been getting so popular with so many people watching it. They've been trying to like get out there more. Oh, post like funny videos on YouTube about like drivers doing challenges and stuff. Um, but McLaren has been quite good at like pushing the kind of because they've got so as drivers, they've got Daniel Ricciardo and they've got Lando Norris. So like you've got this really they're both very chaotic people, I would say. <laughs> so like Daniel in itself is like chaos in just like sunshine form and then Lano Norris is like chaos but like evil chaos so evil it? in the sense of like he's so like he would just say anything that's on his so mind he doesn't have any filter he doesn't have any filter whatsoever but he's always quite like sarcastic and tries to kind of be so you've got these really like big personalities in a single and if you watch their videos together i mean if you watch drive to survive or like whatever it made the way that they kind of and i think this is one of the criticisms that you can make about drive to survive is that they made everything very dramatic which is not the case yeah kind of fights that never really happened. happened yeah you know, like kind of been stretched out to say oh you know this this or that but it's actually not the case so like one of the things they was in kind of season four was that lando and daniel did not season get, three i think no season oh season three no season four because season four was last year so they followed oh, okay. last year's championship um oh it's like oh lando and daniel do not get along whatever whatever because so La daniel's first year at mclaren was last year um he didn't perform particularly well he won a race he won in italy one in Monza, they, they had a one two, so Daniel won first place, Lando was second place. Um, but that was the kind of the only result that he got, and he started the season off quite badly. So, like, he was getting out qualified by Lando by quite a lot. And there was this moment of like in one of the races where he actually got lapped. So, what getting lapped means is obviously, Formula One is like you're driving a circle, right? Yeah, so when you get it's completing a lap each time and depending on the size of the circuit depends how many laps you do so you can do 50 you can do 70 whatever getting lapped means lando norris finished a lap 
and Daniel was still on his previous one, but the, yeah, that never it. happened. And like we're talking, Lando Norris was third place, and Ricardo was like 14, 15. So it was quite bad in terms of like seeing the difference. And you have like this really young dude competing at like someone that's been in Formula One for years. So everybody was like, oh my God, like, is this time for Daniel to retire? Like people were so like shit about it. Um, it was quite bad. So they made it seem like they really hated each other. But actually, if it, like they have the best kind of like friendship dynamic relationship, I think. But I think that's just because um, it's just for the show. I think everybody they actually hate each drama. other. Everybody <laughs> loves drama, so everybody tries to create drama. Because me, kind yeah. of, I know more. Like we watch together, then you tell me like maybe some gossips or stuff. Yeah. But I know more like logistical stuff, like which team they are, what they do, which yeah. place they took, and blah yeah. blah blah. So I don't know too many stories behind. Yeah. And I watched just four episodes. Yeah. I think of season one and I realized from the first episode that they creating yeah nonsense so big yeah. time yeah I think so I mean it's good like over dramatizing things yeah. where you shouldn't yeah or like people talking on the phone and they're filming in the bushes they come in with the, to the camera yeah, and it's yeah. like you know now we're gonna try our best because yeah. I know blah 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 yeah uh, yeah and then like engine didn't work yeah <laughs> the power just shut down <laughs> So there is nothing to do with the driver. Yeah. It's already, so maybe the driver going to be kicked out. Well, that's the thing because usually they don't sign like long-term contracts. So they sign a contract only for a season. So a season is a year, right? Yeah. And if you get replaced, you get replaced. Like that's things. They have to actually perform quite well to stay in kind of the team. There are cases, so like Lewis Hamilton is a good example. Um, he had a long-term contract with Mercedes. So he drove for Mercedes from like 20, 2013, I think he moved. So he's been with them for eight years. So yeah, 2013. Yeah, but he won seven times. Right? He won so. seven times and they won eight constructors. So there's two championships, obviously. So there's the driver's championship. So you mm -hmm. win as a driver and then there's the team championship. So as a team, you've got the most points. And what kind of him and the team, they've managed to win eight titles for constructors. That's nice. Like eight in well a row done. as well. Nice one, Hamilton. But um, he had a long-term contract and I think he signed a long... Lando Norris, for example, he signed this year a long-term contract with McLaren until like 2025, I think. Which is quite... I mean, long-term contracts are still debatable. It's like you either made a really good decision if you think that the team is going to make a good car each year. Or you made a really shitty decision if you don't think that they're gonna make like a good car. So I think it's 50-50. But then again, he's getting paid like 50 million per year. So I think he's so gonna be fine. What for him to lose? Yeah. And also he's just like full-time YouTuber Twitch. being a part-time driver. Twitch streamer, yeah. He yeah, does so Twitch. So So uh, it's like he doesn't like he couldn't get less. Yeah, probably. This is just like part-time like hobby fun for yeah. him, like driving a car in circles. So it doesn't matter. But yeah, so there are McLaren. Um let's talk about Alpha Tori, because we mentioned Pierre. Well, I only know Pear, so I was like, should I? I don't know his teammate. Oh, no, I know his teammate because... Yuki. The... I know Yuki just because they had really fun press conference. Oh, Australia. I... Yeah, yeah, let's let's talk about that because it's random. I mean, it's a bit... This is just fun. Like, logistically, you know, next podcast, I'm actually going to explain the whole kind of dynamic and how it works in the braces. But... Are we never going to explain? No. But let's just talk about the funny so last week was the australian grand prix so they raced in australia and uh, daniel is australian so the crowd i think they had half a million people being there which was the like highest attendance they ever had at the australian grand prix but anyway the press conference was so weird now now weird in a bad way weird in kind of a oh this is weird, but like also the kind questions of questions and the answers. So they basically. did, they had the driver's press conference where it's kind of, you know, um, it's actually journalists asking them questions. And then I guess they had like fun, like fan conferences, which were not as um, published because I think we couldn't find clips. Yeah. Uh, we saw them on Twitter, but it was like kind of fan conferences and fans could ask questions. And this is where things started getting a bit weird because the questions that were asked were just like, Okay, so filtered like weird. 
Yeah, so Pierre got questions about like, oh, how is your personal life going? And he just said messy. messy. And people were like been asking him before as well, are you okay? And he's like, I'm so excited and I'm so happy, happy to, to be, be here. <laughs> it was very weird. It was very chaotic yeah. because he went, first of all, he got a haircut at the weekend. Yeah. So like he looked fresh. So he was out there preparing, you know? And then he went to the press conference and they had this weird moment where they asked Yuki, who is his teammate, yeah. And he's the cutest, most sweetest, like, person ever. But they asked him, how do you feel about Pierre as your teammate? And you, this is Yuki's second year in Formula One. So, like, you know, he doesn't he's have like any experience. Him, yeah. he's, a, he's a baby. So Pierre was his first teammate ever. And he said the answer was, oh, I feel about him. It's kind of a boyfriend-girlfriend feeling. <laughs> And Pierre just kind of looked at him and moved his chair to the side. <laughs> and then I think someone posted a screenshot of that. And Pierre said, oh, one thing to recognize Pierre Gasly on Instagram. If you post a funny video, he will probably like it. Like in 50 seconds. Like man is on Instagram 24 seconds. Liked by Pierre Gasly it's a all meme. the time. It's a meme all the time. Every It's liked by Pierre Gasly. He liked the most random shit ever. Like I sent you today because I think I saw some of the memes. Because yeah. I follow Formula One like meme pages. And someone took a screenshot of all the random things that he liked on Instagram. And one of them were like statuses, like videos, whatever. But it was anyway. He shared this screenshot on his story. And he tagged Yuki and he was like, I think we need to have a talk. (laughs) (laughs) But um, that was one of the questions that happened. Someone asked Shao as well, how are you so beautiful? And he just got so flustered that he said, oh, it's, you know, I need to thank my parents, I guess. And then Carlos was next to him. His teammate. His teammate was next to him. Um, And, and, you know, he said, oh, I don't do anything special to like. Yeah, just just thanks to my parents. parents. And then Carlos just said to him, he's like, no, he does. Like he spends (laughs) one hour fixing his hair in the bathroom. bathroom. (laughs) Every morning. So um, that happened. Then Max Verstappen and his teammate were talking and his teammate was like, oh, yeah, I saw you naked doing exercises this morning on the floor. That was yeah, another part of the interview. Like again, kind of strange happened. Um, Daniel and Lando were talking about the fact that they like to hug each other before every race. And Lando mentioned that he likes to put his hands like they go down a bit more down every time they hug. Again, quite weird as well, but quite funny. Um, and I think this is where they got caught out because someone said, "Do it now," <laughs> and they got so scared. They're like, "Uh, no." um and then so, what yeah, else maybe they were just making fun and I they definitely yeah. were making fun but it was i think it's out of character for formula one yeah. drivers to be this kind of like so they direct. can talk whatever they want because i assume they've been like oh media trained they do media training so but like, anyway like even if you media train sometimes like you can just like forget things what for happened sure. with the uh saudi arabia or something no like about the gay rights or what what happened that everybody was thinking to cancel daniel ricardo oh okay so let's end it on this one i'm sorry to any daniel ricardo fans out here including me but (laughs) basically what happened is so they they're racing in saudi arabia and it's always controversial because obviously there's the political context to take into account for that country and i think well, I, I don't think this is what happened. One of the reporters asked Daniel, you know, how do you feel about racing in a country when you know that gay people are being murdered? And his answer was, you know, I don't really watch the news because I like good vibes in life. And I just, I don't think this is like positive vibes. And everybody just went crazy. Like rightfully so. You could have just said, I don't know anything. Like, I don't know that much about the topic. So, like, I don't feel comfortable discussing it. But I don't think anyone should die for who they love, you know? That would have been enough. That would have been end of story. But, no, he had to go all the way. So, there's weird moments and there's good moments. But I think we're just on time. So, thanks for listening. Um, Share anything. Replay all the time. And then, I don't know, press like, tell again to your dog. 
any pet you have, yeah, rate this episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts. Whatever you're following. Yes. And, well, just anytime you feel lonely, listen to us and let's spend some time together. (laughs) Baby. But, um, yeah, send us any message that anything you want to talk about. Even if you just want to say, hey, how are you? We're going to be like, good. hey, we are having a terrific time dying <laughs> but yeah. internally always. always we're always here for you we're always gonna share you know whatever so whatever it is just share it with us yeah and so that's we'll be it. here next week and thanks for listening besos bye